Welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle of Love. Or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you potheads, on Saturday night? It's two. Saturday, 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 <laughs> Saturday, Saturday. You guys know the song. Saturday, 8, uh, no, no, April, <sighs> April 3rd. 4-3-21. And six, 61 degrees, finally. It looks like, looks like all this week is going to finally be in the 60s. Not that it's... Not that it's not going to rain every day, but... It's going to rain Miller Lite. <laughs> so all you Bud Light drinkers, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yep. All right. going to well, rain Miller Lite. I'll make sure I stay out of the rain then. Be like Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> I'm just happy to see the weather finally changing. After the snow that we had last week, <laughs> it was a nice nice little thing to wake up to. A no, nice, kidding. A nice ground covering and... Uh, I don't think we had it as bad as they did on the. I think the. Uh, I think the eastern seaboard got uh, hit pretty good though. That was a pretty, pretty decent sized storm. So, at least, uh, at least we uh, didn't get that much. No, I took the day off. My uh, my coworker actually sent me a picture, and uh, she's down in uh, Shelby Township, and she actually yep. had pictures of of her deck out there. There was uh, almost four inches of snow on her rails of her deck. So, four. Yeah. Yeah, they Whoa. got they got quite a bit. There was a pile of it on her on her deck railing. I don't so. think up uh, Kimball Tucky here, Outer Space Drive, uh, we didn't get that much. No, no, we actually got more after you know after the sun came up. I think it was like about ten thirty, and I and all of a sudden it just we got that lake effect coming off the water that just started pouring snow on us. So welcome to Michigan. Yep, that's all right. That's, that's all right. It. We for lived you, through it. For, yep, for you listeners around the world, uh, yeah, snow. Hey, I'll tell you what, I can remember, I want to say, I don't remember what year that was, but I want to say, I want to say it was somewhere around, uh, 94, 95. I remember going to, uh, file my taxes on April 15th and I couldn't even get my car out of the driveway because it was buried in, uh, almost 16 inches of snow. Snowish? Snowish. (laughs) It was a, yeah, it was one of those state of emergencies and, and. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm the first one in line. Yeah, I sh- I showed up. Nobody else was there. No, yeah, couldn't even couldn't even get out of my driveway. Didn't even do it though. I shoveled. No, I didn't. I didn't. I think uh, I think finally, sometime late in the day, after all the shoveling to try to get out of my driveway, I think late in the day I finally made it over there. But you couldn't even go down the road if you wanted to. There was so much snow on the road. And that was April fifteenth. No, I know. That yeah, we tried to crazy. Poodle, we tried to put a pull up today, and uh, that was not happening with the uh, 30, 40 mile an hour gust winds that were coming across the empty plains and empty field and we even tried to build a wall with our trucks and you know stop the wind you know like a barrier right yeah it didn't work no no no, that wind just snuck around and just crept up and just been a little windy oh yeah that's all right it's uh it's it's good for you practices your sailing skills it kind of was yeah (laughs) you know i wouldn't want to be on a you know parasail or uh, other things i mean yeah Practice makes perfect, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, I wouldn't want to be out there on April Fool's Day. 
<laughs> I get it. Sucker, April Fools, you know, Mother Nature playing the uh-huh. joke on you. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, no. So yeah, what do so, you what do you got today? Where are we? Uh, what direction are we heading? And uh, what uh, you, you, did you bring any uh, any special uh, special events for us tonight? Yeah, well, I was going to get to it a little bit later. I mean, but uh, we can we can jump into that. I was riding around with the guy. I, uh, maybe you guys weren't around our listeners that are seventy three years old or older. <laughs> but uh, nineteen forty seven in Texas City, there was an explosion. If you guys remember this at all, for our seventy-three-year-old or older listeners, uh, you might remember this uh, when you were one years old. But uh, there was a big explosion in Texas City. Uh, what happened was there's ammonium nitrate in in one of these ships, and they tried to cover it up. And when they found out that it was smoking and doing other things, that they they tried to smother it. You know, like you do with oxygen, like with the fire, and you know, th- right? That that's what they tried to do. That 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 was their theory back then. Well, what they actually did was create a uh, Titanic bomb, you know, and just self exploded all over Texas City in the port over there, and fifteen uh, foot waves, uh, tsunami things, and gas, oil, fire swallowed up the Gulf uh, with. All these things came back, you know, water's on fire, burn half the town, people die. It was horrific. And the only reason I, I, I'm bringing up the story, uh, this happened on April 16th of 1947. My mother was born in 1947, so okay. she's 73. So I was doing some work today, and this guy was talking about, you know, you know we were talking about explosions, and he goes, the very interesting one that stuck out in his mind was this. And listening to him tell me the story that I'm telling you right now was very intriguing to me sure. you know, for explosions, you know, and I'm oh, yeah. going. And he, you know, from the storyteller's point of view, it's, you know, you add in your own little perks or your own little stuff or whatever, you know, and you just, you know, you make the story better as as it gets. It, 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 it really wasn't. There was nothing better about this whole story than what happened in 1947 in Texas City. Besides the fact that they learned the things not to do going forward. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so this 15-foot wave of oil and ammonium, it just came back and it burned up the town and the people that didn't die in the explosions got swept out. And then what happened is this this 15-foot wave went across, way across the oceans and stuff. And... Uh, destroyed other ships and other ports and other towns and other cities and we were basically responsible for this uh, catastrophe right 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 so now i i didn't know this is what the, what they call them is um for the damage we did to these other companies because of this explosion of this um, ammonium nitrate in uh, texas city was uh the, we had we we basically like if you're a drug dealer, we we fronted them like three ships, and they're called they're they're called the Liberty ships, you know, Freedom Freedom ships or whatever. But we had to replace some of their ships because we basically, hundreds of miles away, we sank some of their ships because of this explosion. Now, you're in Texas City, right? Right. And not on the Richter scale or you know the the tsunami scale or or whatever it is i can't remember what he what what the terminology that he used but 
they felt the explosion in Colorado. Sure. That's a long way away from Texas yep. to Colorado to put up on your on your on your Richter on your, on your scale for that size of explosion. Right, right. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I'm sitting here looking at the uh, you know uh, top sixteen uh, in history, the all time largest nuclear explosions. You know, the top list thing, and uh, you know the sixteen largest explosions throughout history. You know, on these scales and. Uh, but as far as damage and horrific, uh, you know, devastation, you know, just caused by something that wasn't produced to cause an explosion. You know what I mean? Sure. It was just, you know, it just happened. And they did all the wrong things. And the, <laughs> <laughs> they did all the wrong things. And the only per the people left that were to help out or anything were the Boy Scouts. <laughs> that were farther away. Now they had to use gymnasiums and other things to house the the you know the people of the dead and the morgues and this stuff like that. Now imagine being in the Boy Scouts in 1947 and have to deal with this uh, you know type of explosion created thing. You're you're not. That's not what you signed up for the Boy Scouts for. Imagine <laughs> how many uh, badges they earned that month. Right, right. <laughs> you know, I'm going. To, that is a horrible story, man. I'm like, why would you even do that? And then he got into like 16 other stories, and I'm going, no, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm good. I was fascinated with the first one, but uh, yeah, you go up to, uh, you know, uh, Google or whatever, YouTube or whatever, but they got the, they got the whole story online. So it's, uh, I don't know why I wanted to touch on that, but it was, uh, you know, it was just one of those things, you know, crazy explosion stuff. You know, it's like. You might want to learn something from history right there. Yeah. You don't, don't want to, you know, it's like a pile of dirty rags. You don't want to put those dirty rags sitting in the corner and then try to cover it up and then, you know, produce your own double bomb because <laughs> you, you, you tried to do something that you thought was smart, but it wasn't that smart at the time. If you got a fire going, you don't want to throw an oily gas rag on it to no. see if you can put it out. Same thing, right? Yeah. 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 Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Live and learn. Well, let's, right? see, let's see if that works. But but they won't do that again. <laughs> I don't. I haven't heard of one since. Nope. Right. Nope. 1947, <laughs> April 16th. I haven't heard. Of it. Well, so the one we were talking about following that up um, that happened last year, the one that that was in uh, in Lebanon, um, that that explosion in Beirut, because that was basically the same chemical. It was uh, it was um, ammonium, the, uh, nitrate. ammonium nitrate that they yeah. were stored in that same warehouse. Thing. Yep. And that pretty much created. I didn't. I didn't see all the data on it, but um, that created a, a, Nobody a, a crazy mushroom cloud. And yeah, yeah, unbelievable. And the I guy, think there was the a guy in the boat or something. One hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty dead out of that. I believe that uh, you know instantly. And uh, yeah, it was a pretty serious explosion. Not that it's the first explosion in Beirut, but uh, but no, uh, but it looked like it should have been a lot more. <laughs> Holy moly, yeah, dude! The a, cloud. The cloud explosion changed colors. It was like gray, and then it went like black orange or something. Yeah, it was yep. really weird. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We could talk about explosions all night long. We could yeah. call yeah. it the explosion. It's an explosive show. The explosive. <laughs> well, let's explode into this since uh, since nothing, it is time to. Like uh, shot, shot, I figured. Everybody. I figured since to since we actually feel like we have some spring type weather. I, this is almost kind of a summer drink. I th I thought it was time for some uh, coconut rum. So, mm. so for the show shot, I poured us a nice shot of Mabalu. 
Mabalu. Mabalu for the show shot this week. But, Not to uh, pronounce it incorrectly, but... No, I would never pronounce anything incorrectly. We would never like to use big words on this show. Well, and that comes from... So I had a, I had a friend. There was oh, a band... Oh, that's good. Back in the place I used to work at. Almost uh, tastes like Malibu rum. I had this, uh, this, this, this band that played there um, on a regular basis. And the one, the one singer in the band was just totally um, a huge fan of the Malibu. And, I mean, as soon as the second their set was done, I could hear him screaming from the stage. He'd just be up there, Mabaloo! And Mabaloo! he'd go running to the bar to make sure he got his shot as soon as they were done with their set. So, yeah, yeah, that, uh, there was a lot of Malibu that was drank by that group of people. And if you guys are listening, you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> there ain't no doubt about that. And the Jaeger drinkers down in southwest Florida and the bands that I know, you know who you are. <laughs> Because that, uh, that stage would be lined up with Jaeger shots. So we had uh, a policy at the place we worked at that they did have to pay for their own drinks. I think they got like two free, but they basically had to pay for their own drinks through the night. When they first started or something? like, like uh, Well, whenever, yeah, through the night. They were like allowed shot, like two you got, drinks. You got, you know, you got, you got like got, a shot a set or something. Yeah, or whatever. Or, yeah, whatever that policy was, and I don't remember it. That's been a long time ago, but... Uh, but um, there was many times that the lead singer from that band, when it came time, because I was always the guy that paid the band at the end of Saturday night and dolled right. out the money. And so you there had was to many tell times him the bad God, news. Okay, reach in your pocket. Mm. It's time for you to pay me. What do you mean? What I'm getting mean? paid. I, 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 uh, no, here's your tab. Here's your pay. <laughs> now reach in your pocket. And give me the other fifty you owe me. Glad you no had. Oh shit. Oh yeah. There was many times that uh, yeah that he uh, he actually owed us more than we owed him. So <laughs> isn't that a son of a bitch? Go to work and <laughs> go to work for two nights and you end up. <laughs> I can't afford to work here. <laughs> a lot of truth to that. Yeah, and he was uh, he was pretty darn good at it. And uh, I actually told one of my bosses that one time. And Skippy, I... if you're listening right. Now oh, you know Skippy. who you are. I know Skippy. <laughs> oh yeah. How much of this do you want me to edit? Really, I was oh, yeah, going through all this oh, stuff. Sorry, so. That's all right. Just keep on talking. No, I was uh, just throwing names out there. Yeah, I know. Sorry. Yeah. I know. Name dropping and all this stuff. Once again, those were fun times, though. You know. So yeah. Anyways, those were that was back in the back in the day, and uh, they were uh, they were pretty good at uh, putting them away. So. And I'm sure you've seen plenty of bands like that too. There's some bands, you know, that I remember seeing. They come in and and if if they had if they had two drinks the whole weekend, that would be it. And there'd be other uh, there'd be other bands that just come in and you know, same story. If they ended up leaving with fifty bucks in their pocket, they were lucky. You know, <laughs> just it's uh, everybody's a little bit different. Yep, times have changed. Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of that that goes on anymore, especially since you're not allowed to have any live entertainment anywhere. So that's uh, that's a whole. No, I actually got invited to a junior um, little party tonight, uh, Friday. But all they're doing is uh, acoustical stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> who cares if you're doing acoustical or live or you know rock and roll? It doesn't matter. I mean, how safe are you going to be protected? I mean. Do you feel safer going to listen to acoustic band or, or, you know, I'm just like, I don't understand. Well, they don't have any electricity, so it's not spreading the virus, right? Right. I just don't under, <laughs> I don't understand what the difference is. That oh, it's, uh, well, we were a four piece, but now we're just a three piece. We're 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 gonna tone it down a little bit. We're gonna cut out the other guy, and then we're gonna play to eleven, and uh, yeah, you know, help spread the or help stop spread the. I, 
It doesn't matter. I had that conversation with a, a friend of ours uh, earlier, and uh, she's getting it. She's getting the shot. She's okay. Li- she's lined up for the shot for the vaccine. Okay. Now I know somebody that got the shot. They got the vi- er, they got the virus. Well, yeah, I wouldn't say that that's not true. And, you know, and the one thing that they haven't seemed to answered yet, and I don't know if they just don't have enough data to, to, you know, follow the study or if they're not sure, but they don't seem, they say that the, that the, the shot or the vaccine, if you will, right. is, is, is going to, it's only going to create immunity for so long, but they don't know what that number is. Kind of just like people that have had it. Right. You, you create antibodies, which are good for so long, and, and they, I've so heard you anything have from with the one month to three months to, you know, how you long does that last? shot, right? And then I just figured we were just covered by herd immunity. Because <laughs> of all the whiskey that goes on in this place? I understand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, we're still trying to translate all the rules and figure out all the rules and figure out what's, uh, what's the science and what's bullshit. And, uh, well, I you can know, tell you the bullshit is that, that, that Fauci uh, – Fauci bullshit that's out there. The guy that wrote the book about Fauci and exposing him. Um, they had him on uh, Tucker and uh, Hannity the other night. And, uh, yeah, he he's ripping Fauci a new asshole because he's been wrong on everything. Well, I understand you can be wrong on stuff. But, you can um, be. You know, but look at it even this week, what we saw this week. <clears throat> I, I laughed because you had uh, you had President Biden that came out there I think that was uh, maybe that was last week. It might have been last week. But anyways, you had President Biden that came out there and said, you know, he was toting on all the, you know, all the vaccines and all the shots that are going out and all the things that are happening and how things are going to get better and how every American's going to be have the opportunity to get vaccinated by. I believe it's like the beginning of May. It'll be open to everybody and and things are getting better and things are getting better. And then you come and then you turn around and the same day. That he's saying that you have the CDC director. Walensky came out and said, and she warns, she sees all she sees is impending doom. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, if, if your if your White House and your CDC can't even get on the same page of where we're at and what's going on, and I even heard another comment the other day that came out, and they were completely contrasting of what you're hearing from the administration. It exactly, the contrasting of. What, yeah. you, what you hear. Well, and then I watch, you know, and I told you I've always gone to COVID Act because, um, you know, I like to follow that site to look at the data. Well, and I haven't been on there in a long time because I kind of just quit following the numbers and following the data. So I went on there the other day. Um, I think it was just yesterday or the day before, and I went on there just to look at the graphs, you know, just to see how many states were yellow, how many states were in the orange. Well, what we did, like, Two or three months ago, yeah, on a long time Remember ago, we did the yellow states, red states. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple states and then black states. The, right, the black states were the ones where they were all dead. Yeah, but <laughs> but no. Anyways, Alaska, I, I I I thought I'd bring that up because because guess what? When I went on that, that's chart, why we can add two more states and put Washington and Puerto Rico. On absolutely, the map. yeah, because yeah. we got room because we've we lost got Alaska. A lot of we got we lost Alaska and, all, and Hawaii. You know, the black states, and we can add Puerto Rico. Well. If you want to, and the it's reason I bring that, that it's up, it's not that funny. If you want to feel accomplished, I no. just in case you want to feel accomplished, I feel accomplished. I went day. on there, and there's a way that you can sort the you can sort the cases, um, and and the current trends and the current data spikes. You can sort them either by state or you can sort it by county. So for the heck of it, I sorted it by county. Mm-hmm. And guess what? In the entire country, of all the counties in the entire country, right? St. Clair County. Yep. Is now number eight in the entire country as far as our 
infection rate and case spikes. So you're you're not we are, lying. We are we are at the top of the list, my friend. You're not you're not <laughs> lying, my brother. And, and guess who's number two? Huron County. Well, so you got Huron, where I'm going tomorrow, and St. Clair yeah. are, are at the top of the entire list of all through the entire country. So I'm going to Croswell tomorrow, and I guess Croswell has the the biggest spike of coronaviruses in the United States. And that's only 30 miles away from here, in the United States. Croswell, yeah. mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. So I do have some speculation on this, if you want, Please. because I got I got asked this question last night and said, why why are our cases spiking so badly in, in Michigan? You. Yeah. Could you please I, indulge and, us? And I have. So this, this is purely speculation. Sure. But this is this is me thinking it through. And I think there's two factors. Number one, the first factor is the kids. They started with the universities and the schools trying to shove the kids back in schools too quickly and too fast and didn't take the proper precautions to do that because a lot of the a lot of the the case spikes and the viruses uh, that, that you saw on the numbers peaking all revolved around school districts and there was a lot of it and there's and there's ways and I looked at a lot of that data to see those numbers and those outbreaks what they you know they called them and they were all local outbreaks so number one is the schools number two. I don't know if you realize this, and Croswell is not the exception to it. Um, Croswell, in our area, is probably one of the highest areas that gets immigrants, immigrant workers. And I know there's more and more immigrants, and we know what's going on. We know that they're coming across the border, and we know that they're not getting tested, and we know that they're putting them on buses and shipping them to all kinds of locations. And Michigan is a very big destination for all that because of all the landscaping jobs we have, all the farming jobs, all the, you know, Croswell, sugar beets. You know, there's so you many. Lying, there's brother. so many Mexicans that go out and work those sugar beet fields every year. So you know, I I gotta believe, even though you're never gonna hear this from <sighs> the CDC or the or the White House or the that, local news or, or that probably else has or media potential for where some of those case spikes are coming from because you're bringing in hundreds and hundreds of thousands of, of, of immigrants and you're shipping them all over the country and they're not getting tested, they're not getting quarantined. What crisis? Yeah. Yeah. Do we call it that yet? Mm. <laughs> According to, uh, you know, Ted Cruz and, uh, you know, Lindsay, uh, they're, they went down to the border. We've seen the pictures. They everybody, did. Everybody knows. They know. did. Yeah. Somebody's got to admit it on the left. Uh, it just has to happen yep. um, for a reason. But, yeah, we don't know where they go and they get a bus ticket or they, they just get shipped off or they go here or they go here. Yeah, they might really end up here and maybe we do need those type of people for that type of labor well sure we do and i don't but, disagree with you know that. and you know it's it, but can't we at least if we're not letting our kids back in schools if we're if we're isolating our kids from getting an education the, can, can we at least at least test the people that are coming across, across the border i mean there's a and, lot and, and see if see if there's a way that we can at least quarantine those people and, and wait until it passes or or just, you know, don't worry about it. Just put them on a bus and ship them somewhere and let the, the let the local yokels, wherever you send them to, try to deal well, with I'll it. Well, I'll just say it. I mean, there's a lot going on, but there's a not a lot going on. There should be a lot going on. Sure. But there's not. And then they end up here and they spread. You know, I mean, look at the look at the numbers of the. Unt- uh, maybe you don't even have the numbers because I don't even know the numbers personally. 
the the ones that are infected that are are, are spreading across. But they got to get somewhere. They get on a bus. They go here. You know, and you give them a free bus ticket, or you know, just uh, very very disappointed that we are letting them out with a with a forty percent coronavirus uh, untested, uh, not vaccinated immigrants that are coming to this country that just spread and you can't call it a crisis it's no really it's so far left this net get a president that can't even make sense you you have a vice president that is supposed to be in charge and you haven't even heard from her in a week and she's mia yeah and you have everybody and you don't know who's coming across they're coming from um, Ecuador. You know what I mean? They're coming across from the world to this border right here. We don't know who's coming up. But who doesn't know that we don't have cartels set up in here, which we basically, um, what we talked about was uh, uh, no agenda. What's her name? She's got the accent. No agenda. But she's been on the cartel for a minute, and she already knows that they're already here, and we have safe houses that are in America and when these people and immigrants show up, they have numbers and router numbers and everything else to show up at these houses uh, that are, you know, their safe houses in America. And then they got to show up. But guess what? If they don't pay, you're getting your arm or your leg chopped off or they're going to kill your family, uh, family members and, you know, where you got dropped off. And, you know, th- there's a lot of money. There's a lot of politics involved in this. I mean, this is a. This is a uh, uh, devious, uh, devised scheme that is playing out right now. And if if a lot of people are not aware of this, I mean, it, it is happening right now. And this is going to affect us for the next hundred years. I, I believe that. Oh, sure it is. Not, sure it is. Not 20. I'm, I'm talking hundreds. Way before I'm gone, you're gone, everybody else. This is This impact that is happening right now. Is gonna is gonna last for the next hundred years. Yeah, it absolutely will. It absolutely will. It's gonna it's gonna change a lot of things. It's gonna change. Uh, well, I, I could go out on a laundry list for a long time, but sure. But you know, policy, before we get politi- off on that uh, policy, politics, uh, on uh, that agenda, part of the rant. Um, um, no, we I, don't I, have. You to. brought up uh, you brought up Ted Cruz, and um, I got a kick out of this. I saved this one for you because I got a kick out of this the other day. Did you see him swat those reporters? When he was doing the uh, he was doing the press conference and the and the reporter scolded him for not wearing a mask. No, I did not. Oh, you got No, you, really, I didn't. You got to hear this because this is pretty funny stuff. But uh, yeah, let me let me play this for you real quick. This is Ted Cruz doing a doing a press conference. Um, but uh, the reporter, if you you can't clearly hear the reporter, so the reporter is basically asking him while he's standing at the microphone speaking if he could please put on a mask. So <laughs> let me let me play this one for you. Uh, yeah, when I'm talking to the TV camera, I'm not going to wear a mask, and all of us have been immunized. So, uh, you're welcome to step away if you like. The whole, the whole point of a vaccine, CDC guidance, is what we're following. <laughs> you're welcome to step away if you like. You got to give them credit for it, though, because I mean, you know, that kind of gets old too. The mask police, and you know. And I get worn on that when I actually go out places. It's like, you know, you got, you got like, a, you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago. You got one person that, that's going, why are you wearing that thing on your face? And you got another person that if you don't have one on, is giving you dirty looks and, and, and saying something to you because you're not wearing one. So it's like, you know, just do what's best for you. 
and how you believe, and that's really, I mean, you've got to make your own decisions and do what's best for you, but quit crucifying everybody else because you don't think that they're doing what they're supposed to be doing because we don't know what we're supposed to be doing anyways. The story changes every six minutes. You know, <laughs> the rules change. The story changes. Six minutes. <laughs> six minutes. Six minutes, Dougie Fresh, and you're on, if anybody remembers that. Right. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, it is It is really, you know, the 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 changing of the guards it's it's just over and over and who who's sending the instructions or the directions or the you know anything it it, it just changes just like that yeah and it's like oh, take this and this you know fauci you know going back to fauci just for a minute it's just like dude make up your mind are we are we double masking are we triple masking or or no masking and it's safe to go to chinatown or you know, you know, I still agree with the same thing I said a couple of weeks ago is I think everybody should just start doing the plastic bags <laughs> with the rubber bands around their neck. I really love that plastic movie. bags and when rubber bands around that, your neck. I, you know, uh, there we go and breathe until you can't breathe no more. That's it. That's it. And nobody will catch the coronavirus that way. <laughs> <laughs> and just like I put on my Facebook the, the other day, the, the death the, the death rate the death might go rate, up a little bit, right. but uh, nobody's gonna die from coronavirus. Was it death by suicide or was it death by CDC? CDC. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, they told me to do it. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought I'd share this one with you. I got one more I'm gonna share with you, and this crazy it, and this caught my attention just because the similarities were so uncanny. Um, and I found this, and, and this is the last thing on the coronavirus. Then we'll move on. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, in fact, maybe we'll, uh, I don't know if you want to jump to the joke of the week or, or top no, 11 or I, whatever. But No, do but, this one. But please. let me get through this, and then, and then we'll move on from here. But this was interesting, and I'll try to, I'll try to summarize this the best I can. But this, is, this goes back, this was written going back a century, okay? So a century ago. When the nineteen seventeen the nineteen eighteen pandemic eighteen pandemic yeah yep. so let me try to scan through this and just give you some takes so you know and this is a pretty well written article and I will absolutely share this with the show notes for you know anybody that wants to read the whole thing because is it a comparison like a hundred years ago it it doesn't even have to compare it's like, it okay. this this okay. is basically this is basically going through the facts of a hundred years ago okay okay so picture the United States struggling to deal with a deadly pandemic. State and local officials enact a slate of social distancing measures, gathering bans, closure orders, and mass mandates in an effort to stem the tide of cases and deaths. The public responds with widespread compliance mixed with more than a hint of grumbling, pushback, and even outright defiance. As days turn into weeks, turn into months, the the strictures become harder and harder to tolerate. Theater and dance hall owners complain about their financial losses. Clergy bemoan church closures while, while offices, factories, and in some cases even saloons are allowed to remain open. Officials argue whether children are safer in classrooms or at home. Many citizens, re- many citizens refuse to don face masks while in public, some complaining that they're uncomfortable, and others arguing that the government has no right to infringe on their several liberties. Is any of this sounding familiar at all? Very. You know? <laughs> Well, it depends on what channel you're watching. Well, yes, yes. And, you know, so, I mean, it, it, it goes on to kind of cover what comes next, and, it, and it's interesting. And this goes on, you know, so right here, sick and tired, you know, the headline is sick and tired and ready for the pandemic's end. 
Like COVID-19, the 1918 influenza pandemic hit hard and fast, going from a handful of reported cases in a few cities to a nationwide outbreak within a few weeks. Woo-hoo! And, it, you know, it, it just goes on through the, the rest of the story, and it talks about how the 1918 pandemic also had the first wave, and then it went to the second wave, and then, it, you know, third, and, and the fourth wave. And the fourth wave actually hit in the winter of 1920. And, of course, does this sound familiar? Some officials blame the resurgence on careless Americans. Others downplayed the new cases or turned their attention to more routine public health matters, including other diseases, restaurant inspections, and sanitation. So, I mean, it's just, it's funny to sit here and watch, I shouldn't say it's funny because it's really not funny, but to watch history repeat itself and all those talking points that they covered in there, it's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, huh, you know, people are complaining, people are resisting, people are encouraging, you know, I mean, a hundred years later, here we are, history repeats itself. And it is, it's, it's, it's a repeating loop. It is. Of yeah, it is. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, the, the it's shit, a, the shit I mean, so I, so going back to history and, and repeating history. Uh, so technically when, it, when did the pandemic end a uh, hundred years ago? Basically it ended after the, the winter of 1920 because the winter of 1920 was the fourth wave. Okay. That was, that was cause it started, I think early, I think it was actually, they called it the 1919, like this will be called the 2020 right. pandemic. They called it the 1918 pandemic, and I believe it actually started early in 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 1917. Cannot so similar to what we went through. I mean, you know, China, you know, didn't tell us anything. So this pandemic actually started in in 2019. All right. So but, there's a so there's a glitch in the matrix. Yeah, yeah, if you will, <laughs> and it's probably the same thing back then. You had people that weren't reporting it, or you know, medical professionals that weren't you know passing the information, or you know. I think you know they they thought a lot of it started in Europe because that's where that's where that's during World the War One plague and, and it mo- the and, and then the soldiers transferring back and forth between the European theater and 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 the sure. U.S. and carried it back and forth, you know. So, um, you know, so if you go by those metrics that we looked at from from you know the one hundred years ago, yeah, it's a two year virus, and you know that. Well, but, we're segueing into a year and a half. We are. Or, yeah. We ish, are. Ish. So, I mean, if you want to look at it that way, of course, it seems like we're seeing the fourth wave right now instead of, you know, this coming winter. But who knows? You know, where does it end? Where are we at at the end of the summer? And does it spike back up? The, you know, I, it's just so hard to say. So hard to say. But mm-hmm. you know how that goes. Just follow the science. You'll figure it out. But, yeah, I'll, I'll share that story. It's actually a very well-written story, and it's just neat to look at the, if you like history and information. And, and, I love you know, it's, it. It's a, it's a good story to kind of go through and just look at all of the, um, all, all the things that happened and all the things they went through back in 1918 and then to, you know, to draw a parallel to what we've, you know, what we've seen this past year and a half. Um, well, it's, it's, also, it's very interesting. Right. You also can't compare uh... – the uh, population in the United States to what it is now. Well, not only that, you can't compare I mean, the science and, the, and the, the medical technology that we have these days as opposed to what we had back right, then. Right. I either. think after the 1950s or 60s, I think the population has doubled. Yes. And then tripled um, sometime early after 2000. Yeah. I, I the the population's doubled since the 50s. Do you understand? 
Yeah, I think we yeah. just covered that when we were talking about the um, about the election yeah, and about the uh, voters uh, and ridiculous. the population and and how the numbers have grown. And I think um, I think it was like the I, th- I oh. want to almost say it was like the 2004 election somewhere in there we were talking about it, and the total the population, population of the entire country was something like 220 thousand. Right, and now we're at 350 million. Y- yeah, Close. I mean, I'm not sorry, 220 thousand. My my bad, 220 million. Million back then. Right. But yes, now we're at 340, 350 million. Close, and, right, you know, right, so right. yeah, like, it's wow, you know, really with, with another ten thousand a day coming across the border. Yeah, <laughs> whoa! I think I played it. Let me drop. Yeah. Let me uh, let me find that drop again. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Yep. So but yeah, not, I just, uh, right, just yeah, just letting everybody know it's not a crisis. <laughs> it's not a crisis. It's not a crisis. Not a crisis. Listen to. Uh, uh, oh yeah, nine. you can't call. She's yeah, nine. you can't call it that. <laughs> yeah, don't. I, what did Tucker or uh, uh, Carlson? She or, said it, it, AOC or, said you can't call it a surge. A surge. She was going and off on a rant. And then he went off and said, "He goes, I don't care how many freaking vowels she has in her name, I wouldn't <laughs> listen to that bitch or something." He uh, he just went off and he goes, "I don't care, man." She. Tucker just went off on on, on her. Right. But there's so a lot the, more the, information. Out you there. know, besides her video, the, this is the synopsis. AOC AOC came out and, and she was on the Daily Caller and she came out and she said, you know, quote unquote. Um, and I'm not going to play the video because I really don't want to yeah, hear please, her voice. Because I, I can't quote unquote her or Biden or Pelosi or anyone anymore. who is using the term surge around you consciously is trying to invoke a militaristic frame. This is not a surge. These are children, and they are not insurgents. So you know what my response was? I know what Tucker's was. I had to respond to her. I, I had no choice. You had it. no choice. I had to respond to her. So I Too so funny. surge. The noun is surge. The plural noun is surges. Definition. A sudden, powerful forward or upward movement, especially by a crowd or natural force. Okay. Sounds like a surge to me. We we understand that, right? Doesn't sound militaristic but, or or racist or. Um, but I, not in the context that she. I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure that she understood the definition of surge. So well, I. Well, she to... needs to look at the Hawaiian uh, reverb uh, dictionary that. <laughs> what's her name put in place or something? <laughs> Just saying. I don't know. Are are these people doing luncheons together and uh, they are, are they on the same page? I mean, do they get together and just you know I I I don't know. Man, I don't either because it it seems like we got all these freaking people out there that's like, well, that's what she said or he said, and I'll just dump on you know everybody jumps on a bandwagon. You know, absolutely. The band, you know the bandwagon. Oh, sure situation. do. Situation. It's like what we have right here and what you're listening to. Is the epitome of free speech, and that, and I'll, I'll never give that up. Sure, it's just, it's not, it's not going to happen till we get canceled. C <laughs> or the FCC or the Shining Sea, or, or you we're, never we're know. Not, we're not going to get canceled. It's just not going to happen. Um, not yet. Not, not, not close. You know. We have a lot more to talk about. We do. And speaking of which, where are we heading now? Is it time for the joke of the week, or you want to jump into the deep dives, or or I want to do another shot. You want to do your top eleven, or Gary, Jerry, Larry, do another shot, if you do. Well, I can probably set that up, but yeah, I just we can uh, do the question. Well, where do you want to jump to? Question is, where uh, where do we want to where do we want to head next? 
Well, um, because my top 11 takes so long, as our listeners know, um, I have created a um, top 11 tonight. Um, haven't even run it by Scooter <laughs> at all. He has no idea what's coming because I am the, the preacher man, uh, TGABO, uh, top 11 engineer. There you go. <laughs> I love my I love my new title. I, I love my sign. You should have never put that in front of me. <laughs> right. Wait until the next one comes out. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, don't worry. Wait, there's more. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Wait, there's more. There's yeah. more. <laughs> so, um, if you want, if you if you want to change subjects or go in, into my top eleven real quick, uh, it, that'd be cool. I'm, well, I, how about this? How about do if you wanna, I uh, do you want to give them some music or I'll, something? Uh, give them the uh, I'll give them the joke of the week. Okay. Why don't we jump into that? I'll run the I'll run the joke of the week for you since uh since I piled it up so badly last week. I'm gonna see if I can get back to uh to the proper joke of the week. So yeah, let's uh let's do the joke of the week. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I you know I never cut you off for any reason. Okay. Ever. Right. Yeah. I never cut. No. You. No. Never. <laughs> no. Never. Never. So did you pull us out of the? giant book of dirty jokes that i brought over no i did not i still wanted to get to the archives from last week that uh, i didn't get to so and we won't we won't do this whole thing but uh yeah some of these are pretty funny so if you remember (laughs) if you remember uh and let's remember let's get our let's get our friend from hightower meets in here before we get too far along but uh, there's the music yeah yeah this week's joke of the week which is going to be the application to live in northern michigan that i couldn't seem to get my lips to work through last week or my eyeballs or my brain Application. So make sure you uh, make sure you get a hold of uh, Sean from uh, Hightower Meats at 810-434-6188, and he will be happy to uh, fill out a joint application with you so you can live in Northern Michigan. <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, so this is the application. So it starts off with Daddy. In parentheses, it says, "If unknown, please attach a list of three suspects." Mama, the same. Uh, please select next shade. Light red, medium red, or dark red. <laughs> number, number of teeth exposed in full grin. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, man. Yeah, no. Let's just leave that one alone. Make of pickup truck owned? Ford. And then size of tires? 17s. Number of beer cans on the floor of the pickup. (laughs) Oh, man. That's a toughie. And then they would also like to know, uh, is your truck equipped with any of the following? Uh, Gun rank? American flag? Spittoon? (laughs) Mud flaps? (laughs) Used to. Camper top? Used to. Fuzz buster? I I got one in my truck right now. I swear to God, 2000, 2021, I got a Fuzzbuster still in my truck. Eight track? Used to. Not in my truck. How about bumper stickers? No, not, not, no. Oh, no, you might no. not pass this list. You got to have, no. I think you got to have at least one of these bumper stickers. No, uh, there's no, no, none of my vehicles have huh. bumper stickers. I ain't, ain't doing it. Honk if you're horny. Uh,. You yell it. You yell that out the window when you're drunk driving. Oh, old fart. <laughs> I remember that. One. I eat roadkill. <laughs> okay. Where the hell's the Atlantic? <laughs> wow. Uh, favorite beverages. 
Oh, here we go. Yeah, I, I think get... I think you'd do well here. Yeah, I'll do this. Here's one. your options. Favorite okay. beverages? Bud Light? Nope. Jack Daniels? Yeah. Miller Light? Yes. Budweiser? No. Labatt's? No. Saginaw Tap Water? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moosehead? I'll drink some Florida ditch water. <laughs> what what was it? What was the ditch water? Uh the Saginaw Tap Water. Oh. <laughs> that's a toughie. Yep. Uh, how about favorite recreation? <laughs> you want okay. your options? Sure. All right. Square dancing? I never have. Drinking? Yes. Bluegrass fest? Yes. I've been to one. Bass fishing? Yes. Drinking? Yes. Mud bogging? Yes. Bass fishing with live bait? Yes. Drinking? Yes. Getting drunk? Yes. Ah, uh, you're in. You're, you're good on that one. No, true story. We just got to get you some bumper stickers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about favorite weapons? Oh, well, all right. <laughs> you ready for this? Sure. Tire iron? Yes. Pick handle? <laughs> no. Crowbar? Yes. Snowmobile or ATV? Yes. <laughs> These are considered weapons. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially what happened at the Capitol. <laughs> Never mind. We right. won't even touch no, that. No, let's not go there. No, we won't even touch uh, that one. How about memberships? Let's see if uh, if you qualify. If you have enough memberships here. Memberships. Are you memberships of any of the following? Uh, uh, NRA. Yes. Ducks Unlimited. No. VFW. No. Trout Unlimited? No. PTL Club? No. <laughs> Snow Warriors? No. Sex Unlimited? No. Uh, Fishing Game Club? No. Beer Drinkers of America? Probably. KKK? No, I'm not a member of <laughs> Me neither. Okay. Me neither. Couple sorry, other, sorry, sorry to pause on that one. Couple other, no. uh, yeah, no, that's a pretty harsh one. That's a pretty harsh one. So uh, a couple other questions they have on here. Uh, first of all, they need the uh, length of your right leg <laughs> and the length of your left leg. There is a difference. There always is. And, and every every person has a, a different <laughs> leg length, uh, your right or left. It's a true story. Go check it out for yourself. How, I, many, I, how, many, how many cars do you have up on blocks in your front yard? None. Oh, no, that's not good. I know. How many kitchen appliance kitchen appliances will you keep on your front porch? None. Uh, what was your last Elvis sighting? Kalamazoo. <laughs> 81. Are you married to any of the following? Sister? Cousin? <laughs> Cousin sister? Son? <laughs> I'm, I'm shrinking my neck my neck is actually shrinking i'm like no i mean this is really an application this is the application to live in northern michigan <laughs> sorry man i'm just baffled can you can you sign your name and spell it right every time yes have you ever stayed sober for a whole weekend no <laughs> have you ever had more than one bath in a week a bath? If I've ever had, does that count shower or, or bath? I, it says bath. I, you know, I. I, I uh, all right. Yeah. No, I've never gone a week without a shower or bath. Never, never. So, yeah, no. And then, and finally, we got to get through some of the medical information. So, just to, you know, just to finish the last section, the medical information. Yep. yep. Do you have at least two of the following? 
Uh, B.O.? No. Scabies? No. Runny nose? Yes. Stutter? Sometimes. <laughs> Crabs? No. Yellow teeth? No. Tattoos? Yes. Uh, head lice? No. Green teeth? No. Cross-eyed? Sometimes. <laughs> and then, of course, they're looking for some references from either your pawnbroker, divorce lawyer, or parole officer. Um, they will respond to you. Please do not write below this line because the ap- application could be accepted or refused. Um, if the application is refused, they will fill out the following. You are either too employable, too healthy an attitude, or <laughs> too many like this up here already. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Where'd you find that? Out of the file. Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> Isn't that a good one? No, that's a good one, man. You had me stuttering on a few ones. Especially after I said KKK. I know. And then I had to check my green teeth. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know how they look today. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, why don't you uh, Why don't you dig into your top 11 since uh, since oh. we made it through the joke of the week, and I will, uh, I will see if I can find you another shot of... So top 11. Top 11. All right. So off you go. All right. Are you ready? Because it's going to take about 20 minutes. (laughs) What are you doing? Grabbing a tissue, hand sanitizer, gloves, earplugs. Oh, uh, oh, you got the 20 minute? Look at this. You got 30. Look at this guy. (laughs) I swear to God, he just pulled out. A time glass box that has what I, I, I assume that there's a ten minute, a five minute, a twenty minute, there is a thirty minute time time clock. Folks, I'm not kidding. My co host just pulled out a box <laughs> of time uh, hourglass time, right? Yep. Yep. Got the sand timer going for you. Oh, wow. I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. He's mesmerized by no, the sand I'm, flowing through I'm the glass. Watching, <laughs> I'm watching the sand drip through. I know. And I'm just like, I know. I saw. I saw the blank look on your face. I was. I was. You can hear it in my voice. It, <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Top eleven. Off you go. <sighs> unprepared for. Yeah, my co-host is unprepared for this because he doesn't know what's coming. If I had, or if I had a. Now this is a this is a back and forth uh, uh, Q and A uh, type uh, <laughs> top eleven right. So um, if you if you would like to follow along uh, with top eleven with the show, um, if I had or if I had a all right. So there are also um, exclamations, question marks, commas, dots, periods in this. So what I what I want you to do is follow along. Now, it's not necessarily a a, a Q and a, a a top eleven, but you know I could go into I, I can answer these myself. I, you know, you if you want to participate, uh, Scooter, you can. If you if you don't want to, you can. You can uh, file an application with the the Northern UP. I, I am working on my application right now, so <laughs> right. You can file that application with those people, okay? But um, if you had or had a, okay. So here here we go, and and here goes here goes the top eleven. So so if you had a limo, what w- what would you do? 
If you, I mean, just say you had you had a limo. What what would you do? Hire a driver. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Silent, awkward moment. I'd just, hire a driver. If, if you no, I mean, if you had a limo, like you own a limo, you just hire a driver. Mm-hmm. That'd be it. Yeah. And just that's it. Go wherever I want. Okay. Very cool. I'd have to agree with you. <laughs> if I had a limo, I'd hire a driver, and we'd go wherever we wanted to, and we'd interview whoever we wanted to because we had a freaking limo. Who wouldn't want to do an interview in a limo? I don't know. I've never, uh, I've never considered that concept. Well, this is uh, considering uh, a concept now because this is number one on the top 11 if you had a limo. All right, so we hire a driver. We just drive around, go interview people, and that'd be kind of cool. Celebrities or non-celebrities or just whatever, we just cruise around. Right? That's right. Do we have the gas money to put in that limo? Captain's log, stardate 3541. I I found a good one on Facebook. It's, uh, it's Captain Kirk, and he's sitting there, and he's got his little cell phone back in 1966 and he goes Mr. Scott beat me aboard and then the next picture he's sitting there looking at his cell phone from 1966 right and there's a board there like a like a two by four you got a board <laughs> and then it's like uh Mr. Scott uh Mr. Spock and uh you know they're all laughing in the control room it's like they beamed him aboard Mr. Scott beam me aboard <laughs> And Captain Kirk's like, you fucking assholes. Ask and you shall receive. Ask and you shall receive. So number two, if if I had a, or if I had, right? That's the that's the top eleven. If I had a genie in a bottle, three wishes. There you go. Q and A, real quick. Three wishes. In fact, I'd rather have this bottle in front of me than, than a, a frontal, frontal lobotomy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you got a genie. If I had, if I had a genie in a little bottle, I had three wishes. Anything? Ah, uh, three wishes. Well, uh, let's wish see. Had, let's see the. Wish uh, you had a limo. Wish the, you had a limo driver. The, 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 the first, the first wish would be um, that the uh, genie would uh, uh, finish remodeling my house for me, so I didn't have to do it. Perfect. Uh, the second wish would be, uh, um, world peace. I like that. And then, no, I really do. And then the third wish would be unlimited wishes. I don't, isn't that a clause in the, in the wish list? I didn't get it. I didn't get any clause. You didn't get the memo. No, I did not get the memo. I I didn't get the memo. I didn't fill out an application and I didn't sign a contract. I know. It's like, there's almost a clause (laughs) in that thing. It's like, oh, you can't wish for more wishes, dude. You only get three wishes. I, I, I thought that was the, uh. The stigma I, for the for the genie thing. Hey, nobody cleared that up for me. <laughs> I know, me neither. So that's you know. Yeah, you could just keep it'd be like infinity. And yeah, just so keep I, going on and on. And unlimited on. wishes. You got two, and then you know you just wish for more wishes, right? That'd be the that'd be the infinity thing. Wish, wish, wish away. Wish. I had a wish knife on a job site today. Uh, guy ordered a a knife from uh, wish dot com, and it was pretty dull. <laughs> Okey-dokey. I'm like, is that what you really wish for? <laughs> a dull knife? 
<laughs> on a job site that you know you need a sharp knife for. But okay, you got a dull knife and you got a so we 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 call it the wish knife with a K. Knife with a K. Knife. 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 So you ordered a, a knife from wish.com, right? That's duller than shit. Didn't come with a a sharpening stone <laughs> thing else or I wish I I wish I that might be one of your genie little things that you wish you had a sharpening stone for your wish thing off of wish.com with your knife. Right. That'd be great. Okay. But no, we're out there looking stupid and he's trying to cut and <laughs> with his dull knife from his wish wish list from You son of a bitch. I'm telling you. All right. Number All right. three. Number three. If you if you had a backstage VIP unlimited everything tickets to any concert, who would you go see? A rush. Now or with or with Neil Peart? With right. Neil Peart. Okay. With Neil Peart. Right. Yeah. You'll never see Rush back together again. So yeah. It would just yeah. Well that you know, clarify. Yeah. But yeah, back in the day, yeah. VIP tickets, uh that's that's who you go see? Absolutely. I'd like to go with you. Let's just say there's a there's four tickets. Could could I go with you? Sure. Thank you. Sure. I, I I'll squeeze you in. All right. So mine <laughs> w- mine would be uh probably um Pink Floyd. That would be my second choice. Dave David Gilmore. I he was my idol growing up. Yeah. Um, definitely you know, second through, choice. Through my stories or whatever. And then uh, you know, backstage uh maybe with the Beatles, you know, but whatever but i would definitely probably go with uh david gilmore you know with pink floyd so i told you i went to the uh to the uh last last pink floyd concert they ever did at this well actually i think it was the last concert they ever did at the silver dome didn't i yeah i was there yeah it was that was a pretty awesome concert yeah th- i think that was the uh division division bell yes yeah. yes it was yeah i was there yeah very good concert yeah we tripped out on acid and took a uh uh a van down there with a bunch of captain chairs because we knew we were going to sit in the parking lot until way the show was over, and we knew we couldn't leave because we were so fucked up. So we took a limo. <laughs> we did. Top of the list. <laughs> we took a limo. You took a limo with a driver to a, <laughs> to a Pink Floyd concert. We did, and they had the riff bar right across the street. I think that night um, at the what is that bar across from the palace? I know the palace is gone now, right? Correct. Uh, they demolished it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there's a bar in. Uh, but that was Hill. at the Silverdome, or the Silverdome. Pink Floyd counter was at the Silverdome. Yeah, at Silverdome. Yeah, yeah, right off there, uh, Updike and uh, Fifty Nine. But yep. yeah, there's a bar right across the street, and uh, I can't remember that. Yeah, they I'm not a, familiar with it. They had a honest. huge riff party that night. Okay, it was, it was very cool. Yeah, Screaming Scott and all those guys. You know, we'll we'll talk about those guys later. Yeah, part of that uh, part of the night's a little hazy, so I couldn't tell you yeah. all the places we went and what we did. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was a uh, yeah quite a night. Yeah, that was the that was the last time I took acid in my life. <laughs> it, it really was. It only takes you five times, and you're insane. Just so you know. Just so you know. Number four. Number four. Um, if I had or had a, um, it, it, this is the obvious question. If I had, or you had a million dollars, what would you do? A million dollars. I mean, what would, what would you do? I'd buy a fur coat or a llama or a limo. (laughs) 
If I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a house I would buy you a house And if I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Buy you furniture for your house Maybe a nice Chesterfield or an Ottoman And if I had a million dollars If I had a million dollars Well, I'd buy you a K-car A nice reliant automobile And if I had a million dollars I'd buy Sorry, not to not to interrupt your top eleven. No, I mean, no, I knew you were going to do that. I thought it was a good uh, a good spot. No, I needed that, man. That was perfect. (laughs) Just helping you You along. I knew you would do that for me, and I appreciate that. That's why you know we make such a great team. Right, right on. But yeah, if you had a million dollars, what would you do? Would you buy emu or a house or a fur coat or you know? None of the above? You or, know, I'm a pretty or, or, simple man. Um, I, I, I probably would not. I would probably um, I, I would probably make sure that, you know, number one, and maybe, maybe, maybe get a new house um, in, in my ideal spot, an ideal area. It would definitely wouldn't be a, you know, 20,000 square foot, blah, sure. blah, blah, blah. It would probably be a very simple, modest home um, in, in the spot of my choosing. Uh, with with no direct neighbors, <laughs> and, uh, uh, of course, and, and then which we discussed uh, be, beyond that, um, you know, pay off pay off all the bills and uh, do some things for my immediate family. Uh, you know, make sure that I had had them all squared up and paid off as close as I could, and, and whatever's left from there, I'd invest and try the best I could to live off of it. True story. That's that's about the extent of my million dollars. I don't even think I can argue with that because, you know. I, I guess I would hope that. I'm not you know, saying that's the that, American dream. That but it I would, mean, um, you know, you my, know, my initial investments would cost me, you know, less than a half a million. And I would have a half a million left to invest somewhere and just try to live the best I could on my investments. Which, you know, the, these this day and age, a half a million dollars isn't very much to live off no. of. But, but you know, uh, yeah, that would be, that would be, uh, yeah, nothing. It's not like I go out and buy a big cigarette boat or, or no. uh, you know, a 20,000-square-foot no. home. or um, A you million know. dollars isn't what a million dollars was <laughs> no, you know, it's when not. we grew up. No, it's, it's like, not. Oh, my God, a million dollars. No. no. It's not what it was. Um, I would I would take it, you know, slightly different. I would take a, a quarter of that, 250000 probably invest it in an offshore account where I make 6% uh, somewhere in the Cayman Islands. Right. And then, uh, you know, invest in, you know, believe it or not, that I am a philanthropist. You pissed on a lamp? I'm a philanthropist. For <laughs> pissed or lamperpist. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's all fun and games. No, philanthropist. I wasn't going to say it right until I was going to say it wrong. Philanthropist. For for philanthropist. Oh, okay. For philanthropist. For philanthropist. For philanthropist. <laughs> philanthropist. Now you're going to screw me up. <laughs> no, actually, I would. We're with me. I would take probably about $250,000 and 
and clean up everybody's freaking backyard where I live and, and just invest because I am running for mayor in 2024 for Port Huron. Oh, that's right. You got to move soon. Yeah, I got to move soon. I got to do things. You know, it, it it's creeping up. I mean, three years, you know. It goes quick. You got to yeah. start campaigning by next it's, year. It's a thousand days. You know, you got 365. Do the math. I mean, it's like a little over a thousand days. I mean, we're we're there, you know. So, yeah, I got to get my butt moving. But, uh, yeah, everybody needs to uh, clean up your backyard. <laughs> um, I would invest in um, total um, where, where I live, man, because this community can be beautiful and is beautiful and should be beautiful all the time and there's no excuse why you know we have to um call the city on on our our neighbors for blight or or whatever um things should be nice and beautiful all the time so maybe maybe you know honestly uh being not selfish and anybody that knows me, I'm I'm not a greedy person. Um, I I'll, I'll give as long as I as long as I have to give or whatever. But I'd probably take that money and just uh, invest in something uh, like that. And then I would also either invest in a youth center, the other two hundred fifty thousand, and invest in a youth center where we could educate and not not schooling, but and not homeschooling, but if you would like, you know, uh, you know, K through 12, if you wanted to um, get into education or a career or something like that, um, I would like to build like some type of youth center um, where, you know, we we could educate our youth because public schools have failed and and the other. So I'd probably put, you know, with the, you know. Being that, I'd probably put a half a million dollars into that, you know, plus my salary if I did get elected and stuff like that uh, for for mayor. I, I I am not selfish in one way. I mean, because we all need to help each other and other things like that. The other two hundred fifty, I probably blow on coke. <laughs> so, so invest in your community number one, <laughs> and then a cocaine bender. That's cocaine a- bender and Jack Daniels, <laughs> and uh, we probably nice. have a party house. No, actually, probably what I do is go buy a uh, hotel um, in Vegas where all my friends could stay and party any time of the year, any day of the week. It'd be just like a a friends with benefits uh, family style hotel i guess and uh that's just friends with benefits friends with benefits family with benefits hotel in vegas where you could just you know fly out there and just hang out all the time there you go yeah so (laughs) so (laughs) all right well don't forget the clock's ticking you're only on on, uh number number four i think that that was was right yeah Yeah, so, so number five all right so number five so um this one's a toughie. So say someone you loved needed a kidney. Would you, if you had the ability to give and you were a match, would you give one of your kidneys to somebody? Absolutely. And still live? Absolutely. If they were a match? Absolutely. I would too. Yep. And so I don't know if you know this story, 
Um, and, and since we both answered that question, we can move on to number six. But I just want to tell you this quick story. I don't know if you know this, and I won't mention any names because I don't know if they'd be okay with me sharing. I'm sure they would. But regardless, no, my best friend, and if anybody knows me, they know who my best friend is. Sure. My best friend. I thought I was your best friend. Had just that issue. He had, he had, and it was bad. I mean, he was stage, stage four, going to stage five on dialysis, blah, blah, Not blah. many make, m- many people make it no. past stage four. No, and it was, it was, I don't, it was I don't an extreme what, situation. I don't care what extreme situation. And it got to the in. point where the donor list wasn't working for him. He was still too far down the donor list, and they started, you know, anybody and everybody. Well, guess out of all the, it, it got to the point where friends and family were starting to go, okay, right. we're, we're getting tested, right? Let's see if we're a match. Sure. You know who ended up being his match? You. No. His sister. His brother-in-law. His brother-in-law. His brother-in-law. In-law. Out of all the people. Nobody. His brother-in-law ended up being a match. Outside circle just came in. We got His brother-in-law. We got got He did it. And I don't don't think, you know, I never talked to him specifically about it, but knowing him the way I know him, his brother-in-law, I don't even think there was really a question. I think once it was, it probably was a quick go home, have a conversation with the wife, and then, yeah. Uh, we're doing this. We're doing this. Yep. So, and here he is. Ah, Lord, I want to say eight years later, at least. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a great story. It's a great yeah. story. And both of them healthy. Healthy. You know, I mean, we have, you know, like I said, it's best friend, you know, part of the family. Sure. They're, I'm part of their family. We have get togethers all the time. You both can of do them, it. Both of them are good people, you know, to this day, healthy, wealthy. No, you know, I mean, not healthy, wealthy, but, you know, healthy. And, but you and, can do it with one kidney. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, would, I would give. And his brother-in-law is one to prove that. I don't and, think I would hesitate. No. You know, if it no. was, uh, you no. know, the right right donor so i mean i i would do it yeah you know? I, I just thought it was a great story to share because it's a real life situation for him that right. we all live through and it was uh, but it if was you a... had a choice yeah yeah I that's what i'm saying if you had a choice or if you had or had a choice would you could you do that sure i could I, sure i, I think could. i i know i could yep 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 it'd, it'd be a hard you know how that is it, it'd be a hard thing um, with with you to think about with the situation as a as a family man that you are and you know and I am, um, it's a hard decision to make when you have young kids. Um, fortunately for him, the brother in law, I say, um, for him, you know his his kids were adult kids, so he didn't have to think about okay, what happens in five years if my other kidney fails or all those things that factor sure. into it. Do, would, you know, what I need a. What I need is sure, kidney, sure. Right? So I mean, that how, becomes how would you go about probably that? something different that would factor into it. If it was me, I'd have to think about my boy at his age, and you know, and, and do I really want to make the sacrifice? And it'd probably be a conversation I'd have with him, you know, personally sure. about the person, and you know, so on and so forth. But yeah, anyways. So I just yeah, it was a good good story. But anyways, uh, no, very cool. I yeah. mean, uh, these these are hypothetical um, scenarios, you know, that I sure. brought up, you know. If I had, or if I had a, you know, um, but yeah, you, you would, <coughs> you would sacrifice. Sure. Absolutely. I, I think I, I think I would too. Yeah. Uh, beyond a questionable, uh, reasonable doubt. Kind of person that, uh, the kind of people that we are. So if, 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 if that was me that needed it, I would graciously appreciate if you were a donor too. Yeah, I'd I'd hope that I'd match you. That'd be my uh, no. 
<laughs> I don't think we could survive together with two kidneys and one liver. <laughs> it's like they would have to fuse us together right. and get right. a, give us a, a injection of constant feed of Jack Daniels. Right, right. Yeah, like, better work what? out. Well, that and that was the fun. So that was the funny story. What is wrong that with was, these two? That was the funny. They started story. a podcast two years ago. Now they're fused at the hips. Now they're inseparable. Now. They can't live together without Jack Daniels for their uh, bloodline. And with them, right. that was the funny story. Was the uh, was the whole thing because they both drink Captain Morgan's. So that was made it even funnier because there was no transitionary period. Because no kidding. <laughs> yeah, they both drink Captain Cause Morgan's. Because they, they, no way. <laughs> so yeah, they were all set. They were all set. The alcohol mix. Yeah, because they won't give liver to an alcoholic, <laughs> right, or, or a kidney or something like that. That's got uh, got those issues that it they, they ain't gonna ain't gonna make it. So, right. Yeah. That that's pretty cool though. Yep. Yeah, All right. Very cool story. So number six. All right. So good. Good so far. Right. Mm-hmm. Good top 11. All right. So now I'm going to get down to the nitty gritty. Okay. All right. So number uh, six. Right. Um, three questions. You being with your face. Faith. Three questions. You ask God. Here we go. Three questions you'd ask God. Just God. If if there's a God or your faith or whatever, uh, you just ask God. Oh, Lord. What, what uh, would you ask him? Uh, no, I mean God. I mean, like, you got a chance to talk to God. What would you ask him? Um, not sure what I got there. That's a toughie, really? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're sitting in front of God, right? Right. In in. You're gonna end up uh, stu- probably, stuttering. Yeah, I probably come up with something at that like, point, but uh, nothing comes to mind. Nothing comes to mind. Three at this questions. Point. Ask God. Yeah, ain't, ain't got nothing. Ain't got nothing. That's probably that's probably too too deep for me to get into on the okay. podcast. Well, so. you're really not gonna like this one. Three okay. questions you'd ask the devil. Number number seven. Um. Oh, see that one's easy. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I got I got nothing there either. No. Just, just, uh, no, I got nothing there. See, I'd ask the devil. I was like, so, uh, so when are we going to meet God? <laughs> right. There's a good one. No, I mean, honestly, I'm mean, like, seriously, what, what happened between you guys? I mean, honestly, uh, there's, there's only one, right? One God. And you are, you're, you're basically, you know, the devil, no offense, but the devil is basically the equivalent to Jesus Christ because, he is the the devil is the son of God. I mean, he created him. And he just put him in a in the war and everything. He just put him. You know, Jesus went to Earth, and you know, basically, Satan went to hell. I mean, as far as I can, as far as I can figure, right? Not according to Allah. I'm just saying, just <laughs> just just figuratively speaking. I mean, that that that's the scenario, right? Right. Okay. So, so Jesus has no power over Satan. Satan has no overpower of Jesus, and God is right there, right? So, right. why wouldn't you want to corner these guys and just question them like an interview or like they do at the White House? Pretend you're... Because uh, I didn't do any show prep. <laughs> pretend you're just like an interviewer and you got you to you pass to the White House. And you get to ask uh, 
Jen some questions. <laughs> oh, anyway, just a scenario. All right, so let's get by that. You know, it's too political, too uh, religiously um, you know, stuff or whatever. All right, so um, if you had a chance to talk to three different animals that spoke English, <laughs> what would... And they all spoke English. What what type of animal would you talk to that spoke English? And, and you could just you could just communicate with three animals on the planet if just to know what they were thinking. You know. Well, first and foremost, as a as a dog owner, it'd definitely be a dog. I would uh, right I would on. talk a dog. There you go. Secondary, and I won't even go into the details why. Uh, secondary e- would emo? be a wolf, a wolf, a wolf, and a mountain lion. Okay. Really? Yep. Man, that would be my just, three. You just ripped those off like really crazy. I did. I did. See, I would want to talk to a bird, um, a dog, and a gerbil. <laughs> I'm just, I'm kidding about the third one. You know, ask Richard Gere about the gerbil. Thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So gerbil, <laughs> gerbil's not on the list for me. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely I would like to talk to my dog. I would like to talk to a bird. It doesn't matter. I'd talk to a cardinal, a robin, um, blue jay. You know, these little fuckers eating the worms out in my backyard. And then um, I'm going to have to go reptile. So I'd have to go with a, you know, an, a, a bearded lizard. What do you what are you thinking, dude? You know, hey, talk to me, dude. Bearded lizard. Yeah, I just wanna I just wanna talk to you. You know, what's going on? All right. All right. So bearded lizard, bird, and dog. And what was yours? <laughs> dog, wolf, and mountain lion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very very interesting though. Uh, I know. A little, it's not, it's, little little peep into the window hole of scooter. Yeah, but it's that you know the these are the, the, the if I had if I had a questions man it's not a bad top eleven is it? No, no, I am the engineer of this. I'm I'm the wizard of Oz. Time's running out. Oh my god! I know you better. Yeah, Holy yeah. crap! I just looked over. Oh my god! <laughs> Let's just say uh, number eight, right? Right. Um, you got a chance to meet. Um, I think the number nine. Uh, I believe. Yeah, number nine. Uh, number nine. You had twenty-four. If you had. 24 hours to live, what would you do? I'd take a nap. <laughs> Are you serious? You'd take a nap? Yeah, I might. I and might. just, uh, would you write a letter? Or would, uh, I mean, what would you do? I mean, 24 hours. I know what I would do. I'd go to Wisconsin and kill three people, but <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just me, you know. And then I, th- then the fourth one I'd duct tape and put in a warehouse and torture for, you know, until somebody came in and busted and set me on fire or shot me. So, but yeah, that's just a, that's just me. No. Very good. Yeah. Anything? That's all I got. Twenty four hours to live. What would you do? Take a nap? Yeah. 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 You can't. Nobody can take a nap for twenty four hours. Nobody. Well, I probably find something to do in the spare time, <laughs> but I probably take a couple naps. I know, but if that if you knew that day twenty four hours and you had twenty four hours like twenty four hours, you're dead. Like. And it was over. It was like 24 hours. What would you? That's you, didn't, it. you didn't make it within 30 minutes. You told you promised your listeners 20. Oh, all right. Well, I only got two more left. So, all right, 24 hours. You take a nap. I'd go kill four people. So, okay. all right. 
Number 10. Um, if um, you had... Oh, what did I write down? Um, ba, ba, ba. If you had a chance in, at, at a bestseller at a book and you know it would go to number one, what what would you write in that book? What you, would what would you write about? You know, I, I am a I am a terrible writer. I, I mean, all the way going back to school and and ever since then, um, I am a I am a terrible writer uh, as far as the format and all of that. I guess thoughts and things I can put thoughts on paper, but um, as far as putting them all together, I'm just not a very good writer. So to actually, I know, but if you had a book, think but about, if you, but if you had a book deal like a number one top seller, like. No matter what you wrote, what what would you write about? It would be about music. Really? It would definitely be about music in some form or another. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. That's probably my biggest passion. And so it, it would be about music to a certain extent. I'm not sure who or why. I'd have to give it some thought. But um, but yeah, it definitely would be about music. Okay, all right, fair enough. I mean, these are all hypothetical. You know, if I if I had or had a you know a, a chance to do something, I mean, there you go. I would write a book about. A little bit about history, a little bit about music, like you said. I mean, because we're both, you know, music fans. I, I would probably throw it in there. But I'd, I'd probably also write about um, the the wisdom that my grandfather installed in me um, sitting on the porch in, in Detroit and uh, told me uh, multiple, multiple after, uh, you know, Polish dinners, you know, with, uh, you know, kielbasa and potatoes and horseradish you know and then we go walk the dog and then he'd smoke a cigar and i'd smoke my joint or whatever he didn't care he didn't care and then we sit on the porch and he'd you know we we drink a beer or, or something or whatever but then we'd sit there and, and then we get into the philosophical uh crap or whatever and but he always he always installed wisdom into me yeah and you know that that I'll never forget, and he actually he actually wrote a book. That's why it inspired me to to this number ten. Is that you know we should all write a book about our lives or or something we learn or leave something behind for sure. somebody. You know that that's all. So uh, without further ado, um, number eleven. If you had access to top secret documents and if you knew aliens and everything that if god existed or aliens or whatever if you had top secret information and you knew the answer was 100 percent true and you could get those answers for sure what would be your three questions to get the answers to huh i'm going to take a piss yeah if you knew that you could have the three top answers to the questions that you needed to ask about top secret documentation from Secret Service or anybody else, and you you got that final answer and you knew what what three questions would you would you ask from top secret, um, uh, you know, documents? I mean. I mean, anything you want to know, Bigfoot, aliens, God, um, whatever. Do you, do you got three questions or three answers or three things that you would act or ask the top secret? Um, if you had privy to top secret and you knew that you would get 
without denial or, or, or lying, what three questions would you want to ask? What, what three questions in the whole world would you want to know? So I would say three, three questions. I could, uh, with uninterrupted and full clarification, Exactly. Um, I'm going to say probably the first one. You know, we got to answer, answer some unanswered questions. All right. Uh, first one, where's Elvis? <laughs> I think he, I, th- I think he's with Jimmy and Johnny and everybody else, and they're having a party on the dark side of the moon. Very possible. That's me. But I but I need to know. In a hyper chamber. And not that they even, you know, care that much, but just because it's been such this ongoing conspiracy theory over all these years of what happened and where where's he Elvis? went. And, Where's Elvis? Okay. Where is Elvis? All right. Number uh, two. I like it. Where are the WMDs? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ever since we went to war with Iraq, I'm still trying to figure out where's the WMDs. <laughs> Explain that to our listeners. Please. Weapons of mass destruction. The whole reason that we went to, that we invaded Iraq and we created this this multi-year war with thousands and thousands of soldiers committed to it in the desert and the, and the BS that happened for so many years of, of, of our young lifetime um, and all the, all the casualties and the soldiers we lost because... Unnecessarily. Weapons of mass destruction. Where are the WMDs? What, what you know, I mean, did, did, did they do a good job of hiding them and we never right. found them? Did they right. ever exist? Was there ever data that said they existed? Was it an excuse to go invade the country for oil reasons? Was there, those, well, that, that, that is was, a conspiracy that was a bu- theory. That was the Bush administration. Sure it was. But. Sure it was. And, and, and I, you know, and every presidency has something like that, but that's the one that stands out to me over all these years of my lifetime and watching presidents come and presidents go and, administration changes i want to know where are the wmds and it wasn't really a valid thing or was it not it was just a bunch of should i just call bullshit and i've heard i've heard both sides of the story so that's you know in in, in multiple conspiracy theories against both sides of the story so i still to my you know here we are oh my lord where are we 15 years later almost sure i still don't know that answer nope and I, and I don't know the real answer, and I probably never will. So if I if I could get that answer, I'd love to know. I'd love to know who I should blame for all of those poor, poor soldiers that died for a useless cause. If that was really the truth, all those families that were affected, and all those things. And that I, and and um, that's why I like Tucker because he and, and Handy because they are the undisputed uh, uh, lie detectors of, of the world. And, right, uh, they they try. You know, right, right, they do. You know. So they, and you know, uh, but no, that but that's uh but that's what we get. So. Number three, number I would three. say, uh, number three for me would be where is the nearest, uh, and closest inhabitable planet like Earth? Because I feel the need that I may need to get the hell out of here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Space is a final frontier. <laughs> right, right. That, that's all we got and left. And you know there's one out there somewhere. Oh, man. Somewhere. Out, out of all the billions of planets. I mean, we yeah, only we only know a small portion of our own universe. So how many other universes and how many other... Well, I you mean, got the galaxies, you got the solar system, you got as far as the camera eye can see, according to Rush, going back to them, right. the camera's eye, we can see farther in space than we ever have. And I think there's 350 million possible inhabitable 
planets with all the stars that you see. The only the stars that we can see, right? Right. That yeah, their their solar systems and their galaxies. Um, yeah, they they have at least one, from what I understand, uh, possible inhabitable, um, you know, type of atmosphere. What we'd have to do is go there and then uh, you know inject what 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 they could could do here is to change the atmosphere into our own breathing oxygen level type situation where we can inhabit all right done with that all right so there's your top 11 uh, all right. so yeah. from there you probably should jump into your deep dives being uh we're already uh we're already over an hour and a half into the show probably it's uh probably time to uh get to the deep dives why you got one I do. I brought one. Why, you want to run mine first? Yeah, I would like that. I that'd, can do that. That'd be pretty cool. Let's see if I, this I, is all uh, queued up and ready to go. And I got I got mine queued up. All right. Well, here, let me... I'm uh, getting pretty good at this. I'm going to uh, flash back from stuff. the past in my, in my one question, and I'll tell you a little bit more about the band, but I'm just going to play this for you. My question is, whatever happened to these guys? Bob Dylan's kid. wonder because um they really were you know they were stars you know when when this was going on when this yeah the wallflowers and and you know it was it was big and they had a great style and it was a style of their own and uh yeah whatever happened to the wallflowers and 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 i didn't do a deep enough dive just to figure out what actually happened to them but yeah you're right that was jacob dylan and that was that was back in 1992 when they started, and that album that was so popular um, was uh, that had Sixth Avenue Heartache, One Headlight, right? Um, you know, yeah. To remember, I mean, after the 90s, I mean, the 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 grunge was taking over. I mean, the 90s were grunge. You know, you had Seattle, you had you know all these different bands that were you know just dominated. I mean, that I I, I don't know. After the 80s and the 90s just took over, I, I just don't... There was like a five-year transition where I just don't know where music went. <laughs> a lot of them disappeared. I know it's kind of either you conformed and held on or you just got lost in the, lost in the dust. And Yeah, you know. after after the 80s decades, man, like 89, 90, I mean, it, it totally went to, you know, Kurt Cobain. And uh, they they do credit a lot of uh, the 90s to, to Kurt Cobain. And I just that's fine and dandy but there was so much good music like those guys you know the wallflowers and yeah. everybody else that were coming out i mean there was so much good music that 
didn't get the the media it was almost like the media is today with the you know the you know whatever politics or whatever but uh you know that that music finally got exposed and you know i think that uh you know even though we went to the mainstream um grunge type thing the music they let loose later is even better than some of what the mainstream had let go yeah because those those are those are classics sure they are sure they are and that was one that just stood out to me we were we were going through some stuff the other day and i went yeah wallflowers whatever happened to the wallflowers and and uh, Jacob Dylan, I haven't I haven't done the deep dive on him to see what he's up to anymore. If he's doing any solo stuff, or I have not heard his heard his name in forever. Um, no, little, but I, little was bit. A, I was taking a piss, and I heard you do a little pre-stall, and I was like, he's gonna play the wallflower. Yeah. I was like, nailed it. No, yeah, great, yeah. And great if you tune. if you know that song, it only takes the it only takes the. Uh, I can name that the, note in three notes. Yeah, you know? exactly. And I think I think all I did to you when you were back there, like you say, you were you were back there. Um, in the other room, and I think I just went. And that was it. And that was it. And I and, already and, know. And yeah, yeah, I was wondering if you're going to come out and go, "Are you doing wallflowers tonight?" You're doing wallflowers. <laughs> yep. Man. Yep. So, yeah, it just it stands out that guitar riff. That uh, yeah, it just it, it was such a big song, and it went uh, it, not necessarily that one. Um, I think it was off the same album. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, uh, yeah. Sleepwalker went to uh, went to number seventy six on the Billboard Hot one hundred. So yeah, I mean, I they think ha- even one headlight went even further than that. Um, but, um one headlight uh, was listed at uh, number fifty eight in Rolling Stone's list of the hundred greatest pop songs. But I really? don't know that one headlight ever went on the Billboard. Okay. Um, you know, I- as far as the top one hundred that, that I'm aware of, it doesn't doesn't show up in uh in anything i'm seeing but uh not to say that that's you know not accurate no i mean but, uh, everybody remembers that song yeah yep no, no, well, you, you can't no it was a it was kind of pop it was kind it, of rock it was kind of almost be uh kind of uh weird to uh go into the jukebox archives and see the uh, which one was more played right right you know, yep yep who gets the royalties off of that <laughs> just saying because I think that was the that was the name of the game back then. I mean, the music companies and everybody else. I mean, it was uh, it was all about the royalties, you know, type thing. And, you know, I think that that broke, isn't it that, always that broke up the '80s because you know all those guys always fought over the songs or something like that. I mean, look at Molly Crew, look at uh, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath. I mean, uh, Ozzy. I mean, go on and on and on. And you know, all those guys wanted their little part of the do you know that they they contributed to the music world and you know that broke up a lot of good bands yeah um that you know they just fought over the money what happened to just playing music i i don't know i don't know i mean and i think that's what got lost in that translate uh trans transition uh, is that you know you know we're all just gonna fight over money you know because the 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 top dog executives uh Money, to, greed, and power ruins to, everything. Had to put their hands in it. You yep. Know? Money, and, uh, greed, and power. It's like, why even do it, man? You know, uh, you know, if I'm only getting this, I mean, you guys ripped me off, man. You know? I don't need it, man. You know, and no aesthetic. Uh, she's self-produced, and you know, she should get everything that she's got coming to her. So, what'd you do for your deep dive this week? Oh, deep dive. All right. So, um, you know, you know, for the last couple of weeks, man, we started the show and it's like, 
Saturday. You know, when we do Saturday Night Live. Right. You know. So, right. yeah, I had to go with the not my guy. <laughs> you know, but uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I, I just got to get out of This there. your boy? I just got, yeah. This your boy? No, but the lyrics are even weird. Even, like, uh, it's like, okay, go to YouTube and go to Elton John, and you're like, okay, uh, you know, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, which is a great song, great album. Everybody knows it. And then you go to uh, Saturday Night, uh, and then you look at the lyrics, and you're like, okay, why... Now he's got a girlfriend, now he doesn't, and got a belly full of beer, and he wants to talk to his mates, and he wants to drink all night, and he wants to fight, and ask my girlfriend, and I'm like, you probably never had a girlfriend, dude. <laughs> he might have. I'm just saying, you know, I don't know. You don't know maybe, that. Maybe. Allegedly. You know, allegedly. Oh, we're bringing back the allegedly. Remember we used that back in the day? Allegedly. Mm. The Trump era. All right, so anyway, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. No, we're not going to play that one. So uh, here we go. Saturday night's all right for fighting. talked about it. it seems like the, about the last four or five shows it was we kind of covered it you know saturday night you start singing and yeah, how could yeah. you not right right no saturday I night's all I right you. all right <laughs> i almost put it on my facebook uh thing today is like saturday 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 but instead you know what i did you I said put, Tuesday? No, I put on... Tuesday's gone. Oh, so, No, so, okay. what I put on there was, uh, you know, just before Elton John, which was... Uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, I put on there, I was like, uh, here we come, walking down the street. And I just left it at... And I said, <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Get that tune out of your head for yeah, the rest of right, the day. Right. <laughs> the monkey. So we're sitting there drinking the coffee early in the morning, smoking our cigarettes, and uh we we came up with three of the three of the monkeys and we're like, there's Peter, Mickey, Davy, and who's the other one? Peter, Mickey, and David. And we're like, No, there wasn't three monkeys. There was obviously four, but we couldn't think of the other one. Got nothing. Mike. Mike? Okay. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, Mickey Dolan. Uh, Must have been the drummer, right? Yeah, Mickey Dolan, Peter Tosh, um, Davy Jones, and Mike Nesbick. 
which was the founder, just so you know, the founder of MTV, Mike Nesbitt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had that discussion before. Yep. Yeah, yep. we sure did. So I, I couldn't believe I couldn't forget him, but he was a tall one. He always had the hair parted to the side, the monkeys or whatever. So here we come, walking down the street. Funniest love song. Wanna me? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. People say we monkey around. We'll have to do that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you that. probably have to get that in there somewhere. But uh, yeah, the only uh, the only surviving members, um, Peter Dork or Peter Tork died. Remember we covered yep. that? And um, Davy Jones died. So the only ones left are uh, Mick and Mickey. Okay. Mike, Mike and Mickey. All right. Mike right. Nesbeth and uh, Mickey uh, Mickey Dolan, those are, and I think they're like in their seventies, seventy eight. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that'd probably be about right. Yeah, like seventy eight. I'm like, you're McJagger old, <laughs> <laughs> Keith Richards old. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, before we get out of here, um, I, I thought I thought there was a couple stories I thought we should touch on before we get out of here. Sure, they, they kind of stood out to me. And one of them, and I don't want to get too political on this, but, you know, it was because um, it has been the headlining story all week long. And all we've heard about I think is, I know where you're going. is is the the new Georgia legislation that got yep. passed. And I mean, there's just been so much infighting and so much back and forth. And, Ooh. you know, it just it just it, it makes me giggle in a lot of ways. So what I wanted to do, because now the latest, if you if you're not aware of it. Now the Delta Airlines, you've got Coca Cola climbing on board. Oh they're, yeah, they're they're calling because, for uh, screaming. Coca Cola is based out of Atlanta. Correct. And they're so you know mostly... you got them screaming about it and where they didn't want to say anything when the when the laws were being voted on when the laws were being drawn up they just wanted to stand there and mute and as soon as the laws get passed now they want to get on board and you know they missed the boat you know they really missed the boat because they the time really for did this say something. Thank you. Was weeks ago before this ever went in front of the legislation, and you know and now. You know, you've got you've got your current president coming out. You have your past president coming out. You know, they're calling for uh, the uh, Major League Baseball to boycott the the All Star oh. game and move it out of move of, move it out move of Georgia. Atlanta. And right. what I wanted to do because it, and we can go through this real quick. But what I wanted to do because I think a lot of it is in what I'm hearing is I'm hearing, especially with what I heard when I heard President Biden come in and talk about it earlier this week. It's almost like he doesn't even understand the bill and the facts that are in the bill. But let me read this to you because this comes right it's been from get, been hit in the back of the head with the golf ball from Trump too many times <laughs> climbing up Air Force One. Well, you know, and this this actually comes from the governor, and you know, the governor kind of laid this out in in pretty plain English. And let me read through these real quick. And, you know, and if, no, and if you ahead. feel one way or the other, I, you know, I'd like to hear some feedback. But I, to me, well, we're it seems like guest on after in, the in last and the last two or three weeks, well, I mean, I, I'm sorry, two Demo or three elections, I, we've heard so many things about, you know, the elections and the problems in the process and, and the elections being stolen, whether you're talking about, you know, last year, last election, you know, last year's election with President Trump and, and, and Joe Biden or the previous legit. year's election with uh, Hillary Clinton and, uh, pres you know, and, and, and Donald Trump at that point. But I, I'll tell you what, the whole thing is I, I read this and I read this a couple of times and went, 
I, I don't understand what all the all the anger is about. But here is here is what S and it's in the actual legislation is called SB 202. So here's what it actually does. Number one, it expands access to early voting statewide by requiring two mandatory Saturdays. So they're adding two Saturdays in advance of the election to allow local election officials the option of in case you can't get out of work and vote. You still have a chance to vote. The option of up to two Sundays during early voting. This will apply to all 159 counties in Georgia for the first time. Okay. Number two, it requires all voters to provide a driver's license. Thank you. Or a free state ID card to request and submit an absentee ballot. There you go. This would replace the cumbersome signature matching process, thereby significantly streamlining and securing absentee ballot verification and tabulation. Okay. Every Georgia voter must already present some form of photo ID to vote in person. So Bam! All this is doing is just Why adding. hasn't that been implicated way before any of this bullshit It's ID. Started? It's just called ID. It's there very simple. Okay. And they're, and they're calling it a, a ra- I mean, I've, never mind. I'm not even going to get into all the things. Okay, that, that's fine. Number, number three, for f- the first time, ballot drop boxes, which were not available to Georgia voters prior to COVID-19 pandemic are mandated in every county while also ensuring all drop boxes are secured around the clock. I don't see a problem with that, but that's me personally. <sighs> Number four, SB 202 protects polling locations from electioneering by private individuals. And this is the one that seems to be the sticking point, and they're twisting and turning this so many ways and this is in many areas and i know it's true in our area i don't think it's 150 feet but it's 100 feet the electioneers cannot approach anybody that is within 100 feet and in this case and in georgia the law says that you cannot approach anybody within 100 feet of anybody that is standing in line to go into a polling place and this is where they're you know and this is this is where they're going Oh, you can't give them food. You can't give them water and blah, blah, blah. And beyond 150 feet, as the previous law allowed, private individuals may campaign and provide know, food and water for voters. everybody also, everybody is totally dehydrated. Why can't you bring your own bottle of water and stand in line? Thank you. Duh. Thank you. If you don't have the forethought knowing you're going to maybe stand in line for a couple minutes and you want to bring, and you need water that bad, don't you think you can manage to turn your tap on and fill a, 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 a glass or, or a bottle or a take a gallon if you need it doesn't say you can't bring water it just says that nobody can approach you with water while you're within 100 feet of the polling place <laughs> but that's the one that gets me the most and it just makes me laugh but the, but the last one is no go ahead it also requires and this is number five it also requires local but that, election but that's her that's her focal point that's the one thing that you can't get water when you stay in line Yep. That's that's their argument. Yep. That, that's a big thing. Well, that forget and, forget about everything else. That it's and just, ID. They're right. screaming about. I've heard so many people screaming right. about the ID. <laughs> just, and, and I'm sorry. You know, if you want to argue about the ID, here's my thought on the ID. Guess what? You have to have an ID to go to the bar and get a drink. You Tucker have to have it. an ID to go to the DMV Hannity and Senate. and do any paperwork. You have to have an ID. And guess what? What comes next? You know, Ingram they're talking about. It. You have to have an ID to get on an airplane. Sure you have do. to have an ID. There's so many reasons you have By to have October, an ID. By October 1st, this year, 2021, you have to, it's called a real ID. Before you can do anything and board a plane, you have to have a real ID. It's basically the equivalent of a passport. Your shit needs to go. If you're a Michigander, 
it, it needs to go through uh, your local government and then then to um, Lansing and then to Washington. Same with your CL, or CL, uh, CPL. Same with anything that you are legitimate, uh, bona fide, Michigander, registered, voter, gun right owner, everything else, ready to fly a plane, real ID, same as shit that every American should have. Correct. Correct. And then you're going to need that. And then if you want, you could put your little scan card and your little thing on the back, your little ID scanner thing, and then poof, there you go. There's well, all your information. Right? ID is ID, and it's just required like in ID, so many places. Just like your driver's license, just like everything else, you're going to need it. It doesn't matter. Wherever and, you go. And I, I, I and don't understand don't the one, screaming and it's yelling. It's illegal if you don't have your ID on you. You're supposed to carry your ID on you all the time. Well, that's different in every state, so that's not necessarily true. So every state has different rules. But number five, it also requires the local election officials to continue tabulating votes until counting is complete and mandates the use of security paper to ensure the complete authentication of ballots. And, you know, right, this so article goes on to see. You're staying in line, and it closes at 5. If you're in line, you in your line, you still get to vote. Your vote and, still counts. And that's it. Correct. Nothing after that. Nothing after that. So, I mean... You know, this is becoming the suppression, the voter suppression, or Not the Jim Crow later, Act, or Jim you know, the, you know, the whole, the all the spew that I've heard from, from, uh, you know, from from partisan individuals and and the mainstream media and and the screaming and yelling and and now for the Major League Baseball Association to actually jump on board and and say, oh yeah, we're boycotting it. I mean, what kind of power play is that? And how? I hope it bites them in the ass. I mean, because the MLB cannot afford to lose any more follow followers or any more, uh, you know, participants in buying tickets. I, you know, to take that partisan point of view, um, I just, I just don't see it, I and mean, I don't get it. But that's why you don't see that shit in hockey, and I explained that way back. Oh in the yeah, day we've because, talked about that before. Yeah, because hockey is not going to do that. But you got. Um, um, NFL, NBA, NFL, and now NBA, MLB. And you know, it's MLB, basketball, football, basketball. They're they're all in on it. Yep. You know, that's why you don't see fucking pussies playing fucking shit in hockey because they won't take a knee and they won't stand up and they're not political. Right, right. So on that note, I you know I, the last thing I wanted to cover, and this is kind of just a funny story to close the show out with, but it just it just made me giggle when I came across this, and I'll and I'll read this one, and then uh, we're gonna let you folks go, and we're gonna get the heck out of here because I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, it is the final four, and we got UCLA I did against Gonzaga, and this is a close game, and there's uh, less than twelve minutes left in the, well, uh, in, in the second half, so. What's the C score? Currently, right now, uh, UCLA is down to uh, Gonzaga, fifty-seven to sixty-one, sixty-two. Oh, just dropped it. Just dropped so, it. So, um, yeah. So we have to watch the end of this game, and you will find out next week uh, who's actually going for the championship because we know Baylor's already in. Well, I was going to say uh, Baylor and Houston. That was a but blowout. In, but in the meantime, this is a story that you're going to appreciate uh, all the way around. So, and this just goes to back to show you. Uh, Criminals aren't that smart. So a Michigan man who was caught 
with methamphetamines had this bright idea. So he gave police a fake name. John but Smith. The problem is the persons whose whose name he used had active felony warrants, so he was arrested <laughs> anyway. John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Michigan troopers <laughs> pull, pulled over this guy, and he thought he'd uh, he'd get himself out of it with uh, just by using a fake name. Apparently, he chose the wrong name and went to jail anyways. So. <laughs> Thank if, you, Mister Dumbass. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna try to uh, try to get yourself out of out out of that out of trouble with the cops when they pull you over you might want to think about the name you're using before <laughs> before you spew it out because uh he made a poor choice <laughs> can i elaborate for just a second sure i was in a, i was in a van and uh, uh i had some uh, i had some stuff going on or whatever but uh you know i didn't know the kid that was with us uh driving around he was a minor and he stole some beer from the homeowner's garage and had it in there and he was drinking so they pulled us over and and mount clemens uh i'll just say it and uh, we we went from a, it drops down it's seventy miles an hour zone coming out of uh, uh, um, uh, Pontiac and then it goes to fifty five when they get into Utica Rochester Rochester Hills, but anyway we got pulled over da 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 they went through the van and then the guy in the van he goes you know the cops like oh, what's your name and the one guy that's got the most felonies and the other stuff and driving around with it he goes John Smith. <laughs> And I was like, dude, you just blew it for me, man, because I was going to lie. And then you just lied. And he goes, anybody else that lies to me in this van is going to jail. And I'm like, oh, here's my name, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, they put us up in the, the Macomb uh, <laughs> hotel. It's a, it's a nice hotel. Right. But, you know, going back to John Smith, you know, they finally, uh, you know, detailed us. But anyway. Uh, St. Clair County, just for the record, is the only county that will come and get you for anything because they need the money. They need the money so bad that they'll drive anywhere in the state of Michigan to come get you. No matter where you got pulled over, no matter where you're held at, they will come get you. Any other county in the state of Michigan, don't give a shit. They were going to let us go because they didn't care because they weren't going to... Uh, transport us or export us in you know to another county for something that uh they wasn't wasn't on their you know their docket you right know, type thing so they're like dude you got an hour and they're like you guys want some pizza and you guys want to play cards you want to play some euchre i was like yeah man let's play some so they order pizza and there's like a friday night and everybody else got to go home in the van and we're sitting we're sitting there in macomb we're playing euchre with the cops, and they're ordering pizzas, and it's like, it's about to get busy, man. We don't, we don't want nothing to do with you guys. And then here shows up, St. Clair County cops, come get us. And they're like, dude, we're going to let you go like 15 minutes. We don't care. We don't care. That's like 15. 15 minutes made the difference between life or death or a ticket or a fine for me, man. Come on, man. I don't know if you're running that position, but I have not. No. But yeah, crazy, crazy world out there. The way the world works. It's only gonna get crazier, and uh, we bring you uh, what we know as the truth every night, and uh, we will not lie to you. And, uh, 
We always got great stories and other things to talk about. You can go through your work week and uh, talk about things that we talked about. You know, that'd be great. Spread the word, man. You big nerd. Anything else you got? I do not. No, I think uh, I think uh, we've covered uh, most everything in this uh, in this two hour session. So uh, no, I I think uh, yeah. All I can all I can say is uh, say it, don't spray it. Keep keep spread the love. Keep uh, keep sharing with your friends. Keep uh, keep keep passing along. Keep posting uh, posting links for our show as uh, as I see many of you doing. Very um, thank you, thank you for sharing. No, the I do and, like that and encouraging encouraging others to listen to it. Um, yeah, appreciate sharing that. is caring. Yep, absolutely. It tastes like candy, but it's not. And feel free to reach out to us if there's anything you want to hear about or anything you want to talk about on the show, or shoot us an email at mail at uh, at two guys in a bottle of dot com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Anything uh, good, bad, or indifferent, we'll take it all. We'll take it all. So I guess on that note, uh, I got I got nothing else unless you do, preacher man. No, I just want to spread the love, the peace, and the joy, and everybody have a great Easter. Don't let your eggs sit too long, because they're going to stink after a while. So don't rely on your kids to go Easter egg hunting. That's right. Remember where they're put. You know, remember, yeah. remember where they're at. Right. Make sure you communicate with the Easter Bunny so you know where, where they got left right. at and, uh, and yeah, uh, so, uh, you yeah. find the leftovers. <laughs> Yeah. Nothing worse than a rotten egg. I mean, if you buy an 18 pack or a 12 pack, I mean, eggs, I mean, it might be safe. But unless it's, a, unless it's a Powers Burger under your back seat for six months, that's the only thing that's worse than an egg, a rotten egg. A Powers <laughs> Burger. <laughs> with the onions and the little sauteed. Oh, yeah, with yeah. the cheese oh, and yeah. the little bun. Yeah, leave the, that under your back seat yeah, for a month. With the sweat dripping down from the guy <laughs> off the elbow under your burger that creates a little taste that you get. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Well, on that uh, note, folks. If you, don't, if you don't know what a power burger is, come to Michigan, Port Huron, join us, and uh, we'll put you on the show. Very good. Yeah. In the meantime, until we talk to you next week, we, we are out. out.